big milestone here. We're at Avengers Infinity War. Infinity War. I, know I can't this, believe it. I know this is called Marvel Miniseries, but we'll so we'll try not to go too long. But uh, there is whole lot of things to bring up in Infinity War. Uh, the Avengers and their allies must be willing to sacrifice all in an attempt to defeat the powerful Thanos before his blitz of devastation ruins and devastation and ruin puts an end to half the universe. So, Nicole, we are here at Infinity War. There's yes. only four movies left and, you know, we obviously have Endgame coming up so we'll have to resolve some of our issues from this movie, but what did you think of Infinity War? I have to say that I'm pretty disappointed Wow, okay. Uh, not not why you think. <laughs> I'm disappointed that I didn't get to enjoy this when it came out. Because oh. <laughs> there it's like so oh my gosh, there's so much going on in this that like I can only Im- imagine putting myself when it came out when it came out 2018. Yeah, this came out 2018, yeah. so right after Black Panther, so another big event movie, and then this one so, comes out, and yeah. I, I mean, the people have been following the series for seven years or whatever now, and it's like wanting to, I wish I could have had the experience of everybody else when all of this happens, and it's just like such, such a mind blow. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've been watching them so quickly that maybe I haven't had the chance to absorb and, and reflect what I would have thought, you know, watching it then but anyway i i was just so overwhelmed with everything happening like i don't even know where to begin i mean start us off and we can just go through each piece i mean we're gonna have to take this in chunks so the plot of this movie is thanos is going to get all the infinity stones so he could snap his fingers and wipe out half of life in the universe uh his reasoning is it will bring balance and save them, though everyone in the universe from overpopulation, from using their resources too much. He's been doing this conquest on his own. We see in flashbacks uh, he will go to a planet and kill half the people. We get some backstory on his planet as well as to the, what happened to his people on Titan. Um, but the whole story on from his perspective is gathering the stones. He has his relationship with his estranged daughter. Uh, Gamora, uh, again, always Nebula in the, in the off in the back burner. I didn't realize that Gamora was taken that way because she never leads. She never leads on to that like Nebula does. Yeah, so yeah, you learn how Gamora is originally taken, and Nebula. We, I mean, we assume it's a similar kind of thing with her, but Nebula is obviously the unfavored daughter to Gamora, who is the favored daughter. Uh, and meanwhile. All of our team is getting together, you know? We have Cap's team. We get catch up with what some of those guys are doing. Iron Man's finally meeting Doctor Strange and bringing uh, Spider-Man in as a full-timer. Guardians of the Galaxy finally meet up with uh, the rest of our Avengers. Thor Mm -hmm. has to deal with the uh, fallout of losing Asgard. And some of, you know, he takes some big losses in this movie. So it's uh, it's our, we've had some team-up movies before, but this is uh, next level. And then, yeah, Black Black Panther's brought into the fold and, and Bucky's reunited with Cap, you know? We get... Everyone's yeah. everyone's here. Almost everyone. There's like four different groups of people, and the one that kind of lo- I get lost in. Maybe they do this on purpose. Is kind of like Captain America's group. Maybe they aren't as important in this one, um, since we have the other th- the other three groups are really kind of coming together as one for the first time. You know, like um, finally Guardians is introduced to the rest of the Avengers. They don't even know who the Avengers are, you know? Like, yeah, so I mean, what do you think that with their introduction to Thor, and then later on they're, they're with Iron Man and Spider-Man and uh, Doctor Strange. You you didn't like the first Guardians, but you love the second Guardians. What do you think <laughs> of, now that they finally met some of the other teams? I mean, I like them 
on their own in that second movie. Um, when they connect with Thor, um, I really like that part. You know, it's it's funny to see them like working with this god, and they are like, "What the heck?" Um, I was kind of lost when uh, Rocket and whoever else went with that with that with Thor. Thor, um, Rocket, and Groot, uh, teenage Groot uh, go to yeah. This is kind of like the sm- one of the smaller plots of the movie but they yeah to, but uh, uh, i didn't like that as much Peter but Hank i like the <laughs> oh yeah I, I like the outcome but i was confused they just kind of went off with this guy but whatever I, I was excited to see them get implemented you know with the rest of the avengers to see how their strengths could could help everyone else yeah they, i mean there's a whole ugh, i don't even know which parts you could do oh let's just do <laughs> let's just do mama k's question that'll that'll help us out a little bit uh mama k's question is bad guy wins how unsatisfying is that? Question mark, question mark. <laughs> and I have my own opinion on this, but what do you think of Mama K's question? In this? I mean, we can't talk about the ending yet, but just to see everybody has their hand in the pot in this. Everybody has a reason of fighting Thanos. Everybody has a gripe with why he has become the most powerful person in this in the universe. And, you know, how come this group it's got to be 20 or so people now how come this group cannot defeat somebody like that and it's just really like uh, you know like it's like a testament to thanos of just how powerful he is i mean we can see someone as so smart as dr strange can just be so methodical and understanding that thanos is going to win he thanos is going to beat them we have to give him this stone because we can't fight him and it's just it's like a eye-opening experience for for us to see all these so powerful avengers not be able to take this guy down yet i don't know if they will of course i don't i haven't seen anything else but you know it's such a big thing at stake here we know that so many people are going to be killed if he gets what he get what he wants and just to see the fight and everybody coming together, everyone had their discrepancies before. We had civil war, people didn't like each other. Now we have to introduce all these new people into the into the loop and try to get everybody to work together. You know, that takes a lot of planning on the movie's part to have mm-hmm. to try to make this work in one movie. So I give everyone who made this movie so much so much props. Like it's just so amazing how we can have 30 to 40 stars of the film everyone is a star of this movie and that's i cannot imagine it being an easy task to create this um no (laughs) you know but it's it is i'm not glad to see the bad guy win but i'm glad to see that they're making it kind of realistic we have like the biggest baddest guy in the universe of course he's gonna win Let's not play with the reality of what this is going to be and let's see how strong the Avengers can be and really just like lay it out. Yeah, so, um, I mean, what are you saying, world building? Kevin Feige is the producer of all this movie, so he's kind of the keeper. He's done a good job with this universe. Uh, Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely wrote this, as and uh, Anthony and Joe Russo, once again, back as directors. Those this, These are the writing directing teams uh, behind uh, Captain America Winter Soldier and Captain America Civil War, both pretty solid 
good movies, and now they're in charge of this one, and spoiler, they're also the team in charge of Endgame. So they are kind of the big... the big. Well, it's uh, smart to keep those people on, too, because I'm sure the that movies. as they're... Uh, well, that, and I'm sure as they're writing this, they have already are creating ideas for the next one. They have to keep it going, obviously. Why would you right. try to take away this genius and give it to somebody else who hasn't already created the whole story in uh, themselves? Yeah, so um, so back to Mama K's question about Thanos. I mean, he is the villain and antagonist of the entire series, uh, but I don't think he is You sympathize. The, he is not the antagonist of this movie. He is the protagonist of the movie. <laughs> he is the one we start with. He is the story we follow. His This movie is about him collecting his six stones to accomplish his mission, and all of these other fucking people are getting in his way. He has to take the loss of sacrificing his favorite daughter for the Soul Stone. Uh, shout out to Red Skull for showing back up after his uh, first <laughs> Avenger appearance. Uh, and he, you know, he by the end, he's in tears. He's, you know, he finally does, and yeah, you know, we, we, we talked a little bit, Thanos wins. He snaps his fingers, wipes out half of existence. He has his little flashback to baby uh, Gamora, and she and uh, she's like, what did it cost? And he says it cost him everything. And at the end, he sits, like he planned, sitting in some, on some quiet planet somewhere watching the sunrise. And uh, on his hopeful words, a grateful universe. Um, he, he may be villainous and evil, but he is the protagonist of this movie. And, uh, I, I, and you know, that is corrected. And, uh, when we get to end game, we definitely flip back more so... to the Avengers focus, but, uh, I think he's the main character. Yeah. Oh, he definitely is. And it's so crazy to say that you could, I mean, I, I'm not saying that you're wrong, but to say, call him a protagonist when every other movie that we've seen prior to this, the side characters, you know, in quotations are not protagonists anymore. Uh, in Thanos's eyes, obviously, you know, I think that this is a lot from his perspective. Right, everyone's the hero of their own story, and the villain in someone else's. And I think exactly we get a lot of Avengers here, but the whole thing is framed from Thanos's story arc and his like. It's, because like yeah. Thor, Thor, Captain America, Iron Man, these people in the grand scheme of things are not important in this. Those people are trying to stop Thanos, but obviously his agenda is not going to be stopped by these three guys and the rest of them. You know, it's much bigger than that. And it sounds like what Thanos has been fighting for this whole time and the fact that he even sacrificed his daughter. I mean, it's so unfathomable, but obviously this person has a mission to complete and he's not letting anything stop him, which is so forceful. It's like, Jesus, he just killed his own daughter to be able to do this. You know, how, how can you not say that he is the main part of this? Yeah, I uh, even if he's villainous, yeah, I, I I think he is the protagonist it, from a movie structure storytelling standpoint. He is he's the guy. He's the main character who we follow. So uh, before we get to the end, one more thing before we get to who has been snapped and what the fallout is. Uh, before the snap, we get several other deaths. The very beginning of the movie, we have Loki, uh, who has been an antagonist and finally turned to Thor's side, as choked out and murdered by Thanos, mm-hmm. as well as his buddy Heimdall, the guy with the eyes. Uh, as, mm-hmm. And about half of Asgard, so they are all permanently 
permanently murdered as it as it seems to be. Uh, we also get the death, obviously, of Gamora, who is thrown uh, and sacrificed for the Soul Stone. Mm. So we see her die, and finally, before the snap, we also see Vision die because mm-hmm. the stone is ripped from his head and his lifeless body is thrown on the ground. So those are all the deaths that we see before the snap happens. Ugh, and, and I wish it, I saw that with the, with the crowd in the theater. I yeah. Think quite a thing but do any of those deaths hit you particularly hard um yeah gamora's death is just so sad and it's like holy shit i can't believe that her father just did this to her for himself like that's so while i'm watching like that's so cruel i just can't believe that he would do that and it, it was sad because you think about peter also and you know peter eventually fucks up the whole plan oh yeah he fucks everything up (laughs) it's because he's his love has just died and there was he wasn't even there to help and you know seeing him was so sad that it just made that death even worse so let's get to the snapped uh after thanos snaps half of all of life in all of existence all the universes all the planets is now wiped out they turn to black ash and fade away and uh, that means of course around half of our avengers are going to be knocked out this includes that's Bucky. ridiculous by the way we brought we, we talked about this why do you think this is ridiculous because first off there's seven billion people on the planet plus the other billions of people on the other planets and you need to tell me half of those people came out to be the avengers yeah, half of everything. So if you have 100 people, oh. you lose 50. So if you have 40 Avengers, you lose 20. Like I don't feel like arguing. That's crazy. Whatever. Okay. That's literally that's how math works. That's exactly like like if you had a hockey team Yeah, but what if they were all in what if they were in the 50% that didn't? Well, what if they were all wiped out? That's all, fair. <laughs> that's that's how math math dictates that the average will hold true for every group. So I am assuming 50% of of Christians were wiped out and 50% of Whatever the frick, the Groot's people are wiped out. Like, 50% of every th- every group, give or take a couple points, is going to be wiped okay, out. Okay, so. fine. That's, that's fine. Anyway, this is who is lost. Bucky is lost. T'Challa, Black Panther. Groot, Wanda Maximoff, that's Scarlet Witch. Uh, Sam Wilson, Falcon. Mantis, Drax, Peter Quill, Doctor Strange, and Peter Parker as Spider-Man. We also get in the ending credits, Maria Hill and uh, your your favorite person to talk about, <laughs> Nick Fury, are also snapped. This leaves Dude. behind on Titan only Tony Stark and Nebula. And on the battlefield in Wakanda, we are left with Hulk, Bruce Banner, Mbaku, Okoye, Rhodey, Rocket, Steve Rogers, who is just Steve Rogers in this movie, uh, Natasha Romanoff, that's Black Widow, and Thor. So that's what's happened. What, wow. uh, see, the, Did you see these deaths coming? Did you see... What did you see knew, coming? I knew Spider-Man got snapped. I've seen that many times. That's um, the saddest death for me. That is, that's pretty tough. <laughs> I didn't know who else. I'm very surprised that they took out most of the... I mean, most of Guardians of the Galaxy is dead, right? Rocket, Rocket, and I guess Nebula are the only ones left. Yeah, I mean, I they took all of them out. I did. I I kind of knew that like the top ones, if you want to say, weren't Iron Man, Captain, and and Thor. But um, yeah, it was it was pretty sad. <laughs> yeah, I uh, you know people were speculating on who if who would die, who would sna- get snapped if if it if Thanos actually won, and most people thought it was going to be the old Avengers. But uh, no, it's a lot of the newer 
newer members of the team are taken out as well. Like you said, most of the Guardians. Um, and then, you know, Black, losing Black Panther and Bucky finally. I mean, yeah, yeah. Doctor Strange, like some of the The saddest ones. part was, was when Rocket watched Groot get snapped. Uh, that was tough for you. Yeah. yeah. But we're left with a lot of our originals, plus some others, such as Nebula, Mbaku, and Okoye. Uh, and rocket so we'll see uh we'll see what they do in the future uh and we know. also don't forget we still have two avengers that weren't even in the movie at all yeah we have uh uh hawkeye and we also have uh ant-man, Ant-Man who mm-hmm. is uh you know that's going to be our next movie ant-man and the wasp so we're going to learn about where they were during this whole thing because they that might have something to do with what happens in the next one mm-hmm. we also have one more uh person to introduce when in the ending uh the ending credit scene with maria hill and nick fury we see uh he is paging someone pager using a pager and uh it is the symbol for oh, captain marvel right. So yep. Captain Marvel, we're gonna we have not had her in the universe yet. Her movie's coming up as well. So uh, we're getting set up for we're in the end game now. We're getting set up. Uh, so what Dude. do you think? Would you recommend Infinity War? Yeah, you gotta watch everything else first. <laughs> yeah, you I, have I, to see everything else first, or none of this is uh, is even gonna make any difference to you. I had only seen about half of them when I saw this first time. And yeah, watching it, you know, once you've seen everything, it just uh, it adds to the whole thing. So yeah, watch. Try to watch everything first. Most of it's available uh, free or streaming somewhere. Uh, the only ones that aren't again are the Spider Man's, uh, the Hulk movie, but most of them, most of them are out there. Uh, so yeah, Infinity War, big recommend, and a lot of cliffhangers to answer. So tomorrow we are going to do Ant Man and the Wasp. Find out what Ant-Man's been doing and why he's not involved in this movie. So yeah. uh, we'll we'll get some answers there. Uh, so thank you, even Nicole, for being on for okay. Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Till next time, this is Brennan signing off. Saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies.